Oh, and welcome back! It's Waffle Free Stories for Kids. It's Tina here. I'm so glad you could join me. Right, so if you have not yet listened to stories one and two, this is story number three. So if you haven't heard one and two, then nip on back. Listen to story one and two so that you know what's happening in story three. Because <laughs> this is how it works. Every story is inspired by crazy, wild, weird words sent in by you. This story, for instance, is inspired by three words. One sent in by M, who's down in England. Hello, M. How are you doing? <laughs> M sent in fungi. Fungi. I love that fun guy. Fun guy. Is that fun guy? <laughs> so we've got fungi. Then Ava in Australia, she sent in school. Oh, okay, fungi in school, little word, Jack Horace. Okay, okay, we got something, we got something. And then Sophia also in Australia, she sends in man. Man. Okay, so we have fungi, we have school, we have man. Jack Horace, do my little words, gonna know what we're gonna do. Okay, all right. This is what happened. Now, after their narrow escape, from a dragon who <laughs> wasn't really bad at all. Jack, Horace and Jemima did have a very, very good night's sleep. They woke up a little more prepared for their environment. And, uh, but what they didn't wake up for was how hungry they would feel because their picnic, of course, was finished. It was gone. So they wandered around a bit and they thought a bit and their tummies grumbling and it's like, Arr! and it's that point Horace said something very unusual. He sat down on a log and looked almost heartbroken and he said, I miss school. What? <laughs> Jemima and Jack looked at him as like, really? You don't miss marshmallows and your cornflakes or soft pillows Ooh, if you're sleeping or uh, or the or the cat or the guinea pigs or mom or, or dad or gramps who's sitting in his workshop right now it's like what you don't miss you miss school and then horace picked up a beetle and he said if i was going to school i would take this bug to mrs migmog and she would tell me what it is she would tell me if I could eat this bug. Oh, the beetle's eyes went big. <laughs> she would tell me if I could squeeze this bug. And the little beetle went. <laughs> and Horace put the bug down and said, but I'm not going to school, so I can't ask Mrs. Migmog these questions. Well, Jack and Jemima thought for a minute and thought, okay, he looks so miserable. It's not going to hurt if we just spend the day learning a little bit of something, right? Just just something to help cheer Horace up. And so off they went. Of course, they didn't know where they were going, but they thought if they meandered enough and distracted themselves enough, they were bound to find something that would help them on their way. So off they went naming trees and naming the beetles and the butterflies. But the further they got, the hungrier they got. Their stomachs growled as like we've got to find something to eat so when they came to the edge of a meadow that was full the length and the breadth of mushrooms oh my gosh they nearly fell over but just before jemima was going to be dashing into the meadow 
it was Horace who said, No, stop. I remember this lesson. Mrs. Mi'kmaq, yes, she had a lesson on mushrooms. I remember because she started it by saying, Mushrooms are fungi. And Horace said, Well, first of all, fungi is a really weird word. Say it fast. Fungi, fungi, fungi. It's a weird word. Hmm. But then Horace said, I was confused. Why does a mushroom have another name? I mean, a jack is a jack, a Horace is a Horace, Jemima is a Jemima, why is a mushroom a fungi? And then he thought, well, you know what, that's when I got distracted and I didn't actually listen to the much ooh, of the lesson, except I do remember uh, Mrs. Mi'kmaq saying a lot of mushrooms are poisonous. What do they look like? Even if they look good, they look right, they could kill you dead. Hmm. So they began to talk and discuss and, and worry and look at a few mushrooms. And then from behind them, big heavy steps, doof, 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 they turned around and what they saw was a very tall man. Maybe I can help, he said. He was wearing big old ragged blue dungarees. He had a, a red and green and orange checked shirt and he had a, a big old hat on his head and he had a big old beard. Huh. Maybe I can help. All right. He says, well, I've got a big old stew cooking in my cabin. Why don't you come with me? It looks like you need breakfast. <laughs> you didn't have to ask Jack Horace and Jemima twice because they were starving. So they followed the man through the mushrooms and to a place where his little cabin was. There's a lovely garden, herbs growing, and little fruit trees, and a beautiful cabin with smoke coming out the chimney, and it was warm, and it was cozy, and for a moment, it felt like home. So in they went. Lo and behold, true to word, there was a big pot over the fire. And the man said, well, Jemima, why don't you cut some carrots. And uh, Jack, why don't you cut some onions? And Horace, why don't you go and get some herbs from the garden outside? And while Jack was beginning to cut and, and Jemima was beginning to cut, the man did a very strange thing. He took out a tape measure and he measured Jack and he measured Jemima and he measured Horace and then... <laughs> the pot. Well, immediately Jack Horace and Jemima were, well, a little bit concerned. But Horace said, no, it's okay. I've got an idea. I think I've got a plan. I've got a plan. And he went out to go and fetch the herbs. But as he was thinking and worrying and wondering, that class he had had with Mrs. Mi'kmaq played on his mind because she had said something else in that class that got his attention. It was the expression on her face that made Horace stop daydreaming and come back because she had this funny look on her face and she said, magic mushrooms, they must be avoided in all circumstances. <laughs> well, Jack uh, Horace thought, she clearly didn't have this particular circumstance in mind and she had shown them a picture of a magic mushroom. So Horace picked up a whole bunch of herbs and then went into the meadow and he looked and he looked and he looked 
and he found a whole pile of little, little mushrooms that Mrs. Migmog had said were magic. And he went back into the house, bum -da -dum, da -dum -da -dum, and he put everything, the herbs and everything and everything, into the big old pot. He got a huge big spoon and he stirred. And then just in case it was necessary, he whispered into the pot, Abracadabra! Abracadabra! Then he stirred some more, looking as innocent as he could. Then he took out a huge big scoop of the stew and he gave it to the man and he said, Have a taste. Does this need salt? And the man slurped the whole spoon. Just, ooh, there's a little, ooh, mm, and he began to sway a bit. And he began to tilt a bit. And then he began to giggle a little bit. And then the man rolled about the floor, laughing and laughing like he would never, ever stop. And while he was doing that, Jack, Horace and Jemima grabbed a loaf of bread and an apple and a banana and a peach and a pear. And they ran from the cottage. They ran through the meadow. They ran through the forest. They ran up and they ran down and they ran. They didn't even look where they were going as long as it was away from that crazy man and his mushroom meadow. Finally, they got to a place where they felt was safe and they just fell on the ground. Oh, oh, that was close. That was close. And while they all caught their breaths and ate the banana and the apple and the peach and the pear that they had stolen from the man, Horace picked up a little yellow daisy and he put it in his pocket because when he got home, and when he went back to school, he was going to give that flower to Mrs. Migmog and he was going to say, thank you. <sighs> there you go. Jack, Horace and Jemima triumph again. <laughs> All right. Ah, you awesome, spectacular people. Right, we are off. That's it for right now. The next story, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But as always, the stories are inspired by you. So pass the story on. Go to www.tinaconstant.com. Fill in the form, send me your words, because every word that you send in moves Jack, Horace and Jemima further into new words. All right. Have a good one. Have a beautiful day. Hug the people you love. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye <laughs> now. Bye-bye.